your home for up-to-the-minute market updates. This is Business 1440, KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Republicans working to execute their first major legislative achievement of the president's uh, administration appear to have secured the votes they need to pass a massive tax overhaul, the one the president hoped to present to the American people just in time for Christmas. Republican Congressman Kevin Brady thinks they do have the votes. Uh, I do know we'll be returning Monday to begin the rules process. Uh, The votes in the House and Senate uh, will... Uh, occur after that. It is the widest ranging reshaping of the tax code in three decades. The fourth largest wildfire in California state history continues to grow and threaten thousands of homes despite armies of fire crews and fleets of bulldozers and aircraft. The blaze northwest of Los Angeles grew by 3,000 acres overnight. And although Santa Ana winds did ease on Friday, they are expected to return with a vengeance. Over the weekend, the fire is so large that winds on one end may be gustier than those on the other side. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. These soldiers' greetings brought to you by Pets Loyal to Vets. Hi, I'm First Lieutenant Casey Rodriguez. I'm stationed here at lovely Spangdahl Air Base, Germany. Honors my friends and family. Happy holidays. And soon to be Happy New Year. I'll be home soon. Pets Loyal to Vets is a local nonprofit that trains dogs exclusively for Minnesota veterans diagnosed and treated for service-connected traumas. They would like to wish all of the servicemen and women around the world a happy holidays. Were you sold an annuity? You deserve a clear, honest, objective review of exactly what it is, and more importantly, what it isn't. Go to annuitydiscovery.com, and for a limited time, you can request an unbiased review of any annuity absolutely free. It's a $500 value, but for a limited time, this community service is complimentary. Request yours today at annuitydiscovery.com. It's imperative you know the truth. Since you won't get the real story from the sales agent or the insurance company, let Annuity Discovery be your advocate. Visit annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity? Discovering things may not be just right at mom and dad's house can be overwhelming. Seeking help and handling their affairs can be confusing. Your game plan for aging hosts, Gretchen Messenger and David Wick, will provide helpful information about handling aging loved ones' affairs on Thursday, January 11, from 5.30 to 7 p.m. at the Edina YMCA. A light meal will be provided and the event is free. RSVP at the YMCA in Edina at 952-835-2567. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show, live and local, covering the economy and your business. On Business 1440, now, here's King Banyan. He's rather well thought of in his field. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that, because I don't even know what my field is. King Banyan Show, this is 1440. Good morning and welcome. We have to wait for that cord. That's right. 
That reminds me, last week, I was not here. I, I, I was uh, engaged in uh, some work for the university here at St. Cloud State. Um, and uh, I put up a piece for uh, Mitch that he might have wanted to use on the show. Um, and and since John John's around, he might have heard it. It's like the signature chords of of rock. With like the big heavy E chord, like uh, the end of yeah. uh, what's that? A day in the life, right? Uh, or, or 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 that chord at the beginning of a hard day's night. Oh yeah, which yeah. is almost impossible to play. Yeah, I think you need a Rickenbacker to play that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> almost impossible to play that chord. I don't know if I don't know if if um, Mitch ran with that. Of course, of course, if he didn't last week, maybe he will this week. One to three this afternoon on on our sister station AM twelve eighty The Patriot, part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Um, but anyway, I was wondering if he had actually uh, tried to play any of those chords, either either uh, by recording or because he is a pretty darn good guitarist himself uh his his band with a new with a new album i can't do we still say album do we we have to say cd i'm not sure what you call it nowadays you certainly don't say record right you know you don't say record anymore you know i i mean i think you know supreme soviet of love on vinyl would be awesome (laughs) that would be good that would be very good have you seen any of his gigs lately I missed the one. I have not been able to get away lately. So not a bad band, pretty good. Oh, you got out to see one? Not not the November shows, but I've been out to see him before that. And okay, it's always a fun show. And Mitch, uh, he is a good guitar player, no doubt about that. Yeah, if you and if anybody is uh, booking uh, acts for a uh, for a local establishment, um, be sure to check in with Mitch. Usually, uh, the best way to do that via via the uh, the twitters um, at Mitch P Berg. Uh, is the way to do that. Uh, it's a quiet weekend up here. Uh, uh, sometimes Lee Michaels and I haven't thanked him again after the sh- after the show for uh, sitting in two weeks ago uh, as our producer. It was a lot of fun to work with him. Uh, but he sometimes there's a recording makes fun of me looking out the window at the, at the view outside the river. But uh, this is always kind of this weird day on campus. So. We uh, in the old days we used to do commencement on a Saturday. Many universities do them on weekends, but recently um, some universities have decided to do them on a weekday instead, and we're one of those places. So yesterday was commencement, which is which is awesome. I mean, the place is just is just full of uh, uh, people in with their robes, uh, our students who are graduating, along with their. Their families, their kids walking around the place. We put on a, a, a ceremony. When one becomes gets a master's degree, uh, it's signified in the academic robes by the placing of a hood over the gown. In the hood, which is col- which has colors, uh, silk colors in the back. The silk, the color of the silk, tells you what kind of a degree it is that that person has gotten, and it indicates that that person now has received a graduate degree. So we put this on. We had uh, we had uh, 15 master's students in our little school who were marching yesterday. And this is the smaller of our two ceremonies, being being uh, the winter being the winter break. But the place was buzzing with people. We ended up feeding uh, lunch to about 150 uh, 150 uh, people, both. Uh, 
both families and friends and graduates. There were there, we have a, num- a number of international students, and and so there were a lot of visitors who had had flown in uh, to Minnesota to come see their children graduate and their brothers and sisters. It's just a fantastic time. This day, the day afterward, it's like you wake up and and it it it's. The only way I can describe it is there's this quote by Bart Giamatti, who was at one time the commissioner of baseball. And before he was the commissioner of baseball, he had been a professor of English at Yale. And so he was a, gift, and he was a gifted writer and, and wrote about baseball in, in, in ways that just thrilled me. And, and he had and this most famous quote, I think, from, uh, from uh, his book, uh, The Green Fields of the Mind, was, was that quote, and many of you have probably heard it, you know, Baseball breaks your heart. It's designed to break your heart. The game begins in the spring when everything else begins again, and it blossoms in the summer, filling the afternoons and evenings. And then as soon as the chill rains come, it stops and leaves you to face the fall all alone. You know, thank goodness that winter break is filled with Christmas. And I can't imagine not celebrating Christmas at this time, because if it wasn't for that, this is the most desolate three weeks of an academic's life. Yeah, yes, we have summer, we have commencement in spring too, but then we've got three months and we'll all have plans to write or to travel or, or maybe contemplate the verities sitting around a lake with a cup of coffee or what have you. But, but this isn't that time. You know, so I, I, I always thank God for Christmas, um, that Christmas comes at this time you know, where we have this break, because otherwise it's a really lonely time on a campus here. It's desolate today uh, here here at the university. And actually probably will be for the next two weeks. And then we'll fire her right up after, right after uh, New Year's. So it'll be kind of fun to uh, get that done at that time. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. Huge week. Just a huge week of news. I, I, I can't possibly do everything justice. The tax bill conference committee report has been posted for folks to read. People are picking through it to find out, you know, whether they got, uh, they got a present under the tree or they got a lump of coal, um, Lots of changes being made right up to the last moment. Uh, those are all fine and good. Um, those are all fine and good things. I'm, if, uh, I will talk some about the tax bill. Uh, you're invited to call with with your your comments. I will I will put it I will put it to you like this. We thought that the corporate tax rate was going from thirty five to twenty percent, and as I told you, that was that was the lodestar of this bill if you could get the rate down and then also get the 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 treatment of uh, investment worldwide so that we could stop this chicanery of locating a business overseas and hiding you know squirreling away income offshore um everything else would be would be sort of gravy um in in the bill um, we we played again last week on replay the uh, comments by Professor John Spry from St. Thomas University of St. Thomas, 
who likes the bill, uh, maybe even more than I do. I certainly like it enough. Um, and, and, and so it doesn't do a whole lot on the, on the individual side. It does a lot on the corporate side, though. And so that was a big piece of news. Um, Janet Yellen held her last press conference. Um, and we're going to talk about that after the, after the break in, in, in about uh, five to ten minutes. Um, so, but, uh, that, that bill, that, uh, press conference included a announcement that they had raised rates again to the surprise of absolutely nobody. The surprise, the interesting information actually comes out of the, as usual, the, uh, dot plot and looking to see what it is that, uh, that, uh, fed, that the Federal Reserve, uh, governors and, and reserve presidents around the various branches think interest rates are doing in the near future over the next one to two years and they expect three rate increases next year which would put you at a two to two and a quarter fed funds rate by december 2018 12 months from now that seemed to be news for some folks i don't think it should have been i've been saying for a few months that it that the the talk Reading uh, Fed governors when they're speaking publicly led me to the belief that uh, that the the majority of the governors and presidents are in that area of three rate increases, and the current governors, which includes two who are certainly more dovish, um, Charles Evans and and Neil Kashkari, uh, Kashkari from the from the Minneapolis Fed, Evans from Chicago who both voted against the rate increase this time. Uh, both of them both of them go off the uh, FOMC as voting members after this particular vote and makes it likely that uh, the people coming on will be a little more inclined to increase rates. Of course, of course it was Janet Yellen's last press conference. We'll listen to bits of that during the remainder of this hour. And then... I think uh, escaping most notice here in the United States because of because of the tax bill or because of people following the the Senate special election in Alabama about which I have nothing to say. Go with go go listen to Mitch uh, uh, this afternoon or go listen to Brad Carlson two to three tomorrow uh, afternoon same station at AM twelve eighty the Patriot. You can listen to them if you want to hear about 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 Roy Moore. I couldn't care less um, for the purposes of this show. But escaping notice, Brexit, the the hard part I think of Brexit got done. It's done now, and what happened is basically. Unless something unless something goes seriously awry here uh, in the next few weeks, I predict the following things will happen. Brexit will be softer than we thought a year and a half ago. And Theresa May is leaving uh, 10 Downing sometime probably in the next two months. She made a deal because she thought it was the best deal she could get, and she's probably lost her... her uh, her, her uh, premiership in the process of doing that. She'll be replaced by someone 
who will say they're going to get a harder deal, but the die is cast, and I don't think it, I don't think this deal is going to be able to be undone. That is a big that is big news. And what happened? What did they agree to do? But we'll talk about that too, right after these messages here on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. businesses drive our nation's economy, employing about half of the country's private sector workforce. When you shop at local small businesses, you help the entire community thrive. Hi, I'm Congressman Jason Lewis. I support local small businesses for the good of our community. Let's help our neighbors thrive. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Right now on the FishTwinCities.com, you'll hear chestnuts roasting on an open fire and new favorites. Today the Holy Son of God is born in Bethlehem. We're the station that keeps Christ in Christmas, spreading joy all season long at the FishTwinCities.com. Listen while you travel with the free Fish mobile app. Supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. If some high-pressure salesperson twisted your arm into buying a timeshare, it's not your fault. Whether you bought decades ago or days ago, I bet that salesperson didn't mention your timeshare could cost you twice as much as a regular vacation, or that you'd never be able to use it when you wanted, or that your fees could shoot up every year. They misled you, and that's not fair. That's why we're here, to get your timeshare company to free you from your unwanted timeshare. Get the free information you need at 1-800-905-5833. We're the Timeshare Exit Attorneys, America's number one timeshare exit service run by real attorneys, not sales companies or middlemen. It was the salesperson who got you into this mess. Don't rely on a salesperson to get you out. We've got a 100% service guarantee, and our team has already helped thousands of people get out of unwanted timeshares. For free information, call 1-800-905-5833. That's 1-800-905-5833. 1-800-905-5833. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting BAG11 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting BAG11 to 88988. 
That's BAG11 to 88988. Up next on the King Banyan Show, Dr. Banyan drinks coffee and describes the scene outside his office window. Finally, I'd like to note that although I have one more FOMC meeting to attend in the new year, this will be my last scheduled news conference. Over the next month and a half, I will do my utmost to ensure a smooth transition to my designated successor, Jay Powell. I'm confident that he is as deeply committed as I have been to the Federal Reserve's vital public mission. Thank you for being such an attentive audience these past four years, and as always, I'll be happy to take your questions. going to help. Thank you very much. It's going to help. We're going to need this music to compensate for the uh, cold and lonely feeling on college campuses during that winter break. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. The, the uh, voice you heard beforehand was is the soon-departing voice of um, Janet Yellen, who's announced that she intends to stay in Washington um, her husband, um, who is also an economist, George Akerlof, uh, is a professor at Georgetown. And so, um, she's going to stay, she's going to stay around. Chances are she'll be giving a number of speeches around, around the, uh, Washington area, um, after she's, uh, uh, done with this, but, um, done, done, done with, uh, the, the position, uh, she has said she will leave as soon as Jerome, or Jay as everybody calls him, Powell, um, is confirmed as Federal Reserve Chair. That should happen sometime in the next 40, 45 days. Um, chances are it's not going to happen before the end of the year because the c- Congress's calendar is rather, rather full. Um, but uh, there will be people, and yes, John, believe it or not, there are people who will probably end up paying for speeches from that voice. <laughs> I hope they get a deal. I, uh, it's <laughs> a, a deal heck of a, a pillow, deal, right? Yeah, it's a deal. It's a heck of a deal. So let's let's play a couple paragraphs just to tell you, so rather than have me tell you what happened, uh, since we'll soon miss these dulcet tones of Janet Yellen, let's have her tell you what the FOMC did on Wednesday. Good afternoon. Today, the Federal Open Market Committee decided to raise the target range for the federal funds rate by one quarter percentage point, bringing it to one and a quarter to one and a half percent. Our decision reflects our assessment that a gradual removal of monetary policy accommodation will sustain a strong labor market while fostering a return of inflation to 2%, consistent with the maximum employment and price stability objectives assigned to us by law. So that's, so that's what she did, or they did. Uh, again, there were two votes in, in disagreement uh, from two of the three um, rotating Federal Reserve Bank presidents, uh, Neil Kashkari and, 
and Charles Evans, who both said they would have rather left the the rate unchanged because they didn't see enough of a, enough of a need given low inflation to do that. Um, but the majority of the committee had a different view of it, and then and so uh, Yellen expresses that in this next clip. Following a slowdown in the first quarter, economic growth stepped up to a solid three and a quarter percent pace in the second and third quarters of the year. Household spending has been expanding at a moderate rate. Business investment has picked up, and favorable economic conditions abroad have supported exports. Overall, we continue to expect that the economy will expand at a moderate pace. While changes in tax policy will likely provide some lift to economic activity in coming years, the magnitude and timing of the macroeconomic effects of any tax package remain uncertain. So the, the po- there were a couple points there that I think need to be made. Well, I'll make three. Uh, in fact, I'll make three. First of all, she, she says, you know, economic growth stepped up to a solid three and a quarter percent pace in the second and third quarters of the year. True. And the numbers you're seeing right now, and I've tweeted them to you, if you don't if you don't know this, if you knew the show, first of all, thank you for listening. It's really nice to have you have you with us. Um, we're working through Janet Yellen's speech here on the King Banyan Show right now. Uh, the the press conference. Uh, this is the speechy part. The first the first ten twelve minutes of this, and then there's an hour's worth of uh, of there's an hour's worth of Q and A. Trust me, you're not going to have to hear all that. Uh, but uh, there were a few really really interesting questions that. I want to call to your attention because frequently people will hear clips from the press from the press conference and not hear the question and answer, which is really the more revealing part of this. So, as I've tweeted to you, and I put this out to you at Pound KBRS, the uh, on Twitter, the growth rate for the fourth quarter by both the Atlanta Fed and the New York Fed's now casting models would tell you there's a third quarter, that the fourth quarter number is currently on track to be at about the same pace as the second and third quarters. Which I find interesting because the language she then uses, she says household spending has been expanding at a moderate rate. Three and a quarter is pretty good, uh, Mrs. Gellin. I'm trying to figure out what would what would get you from moderate to to good or fast or I don't know pick your pick your adjective I guess um, and and so she says she says it's it's been at a moderate pace it's actually been doing it's actually been doing better than average at least if you take the average to be the last ten years. Is it as fast as it was during the 1980s? No, absolutely not. And then the last piece that gets made, because this becomes a real, real issue for the for the Federal Reserve over the next, um, over you know, it, for excuse me, for Janet Yellen during the press conference, is this last sentence, which I'll just read again. While changes in tax policy will likely provide some lift to economic activity in coming years, the magnitude and timing of the macroeconomic effects of any tax package remain uncertain. 
Now, that might sound like a dodge, but I think it's actually pretty wise forecasting on her part. First of all, at the time of the FOMC meeting, the conference committee was in the middle of meeting, and on that day, on that Wednesday, the, uh, the conference committee on the tax bill was in open session, and there were, there were amendments being made. There were amendments made to the bill all the way to Friday, some of which I think were pretty significant, such as the expansion of the uh, refundable child, child tax credit uh, from 1100 to $1,400 that was insisted on uh, by Marco Rubio and Mike Lee, two Republican senators, in return for their, their support. I think they could have stiffened them. I'm just going to talk the politics for a second. I think they could have told them no. Uh, we can't do that. And I think they, if they called their bluff, I think Rubio and Lee would have ended up uh, folding their hand and voting for the bill anyway. But they found some money, and it's unclear to me. I have not seen any good reporting on what change happened at the very end to pay for that that cut. And so it's possible that there could have been some change someplace else in the tax policy, even on Friday, that has some negative, negative consequence vis-a-vis the, the the growth benefits of the uh, of the tax of the tax bill. So I'm not I'm not at all bothered by them saying that, but it seemed like everybody else wanted to get her on record about what the Fed's view of the tax cut is, and so what we're going to do is I'm going to go find those those clips for you from the from the Q and A coming up right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 2nd count. So when are you going to have time to think of and shop for her perfect gift? Go to Wix and Jewelers. This is the season when the highly trained Wix and staff really shines. They focus all their attention on you. You'll be amazed at how easy they make it and at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches. How much better will you feel tomorrow knowing that today you bought her exactly what she wants? Wix and Jewelers, just off 35W at 99th and Lindale, Bloomington. Open today 10 till 6 and tomorrow noon to 5. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. 
But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Sheraton Bloomington, January 26th and 27th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. After my father passed away, I had to learn the hard way about managing money. Make sure your investments are safe with an education you can trust. At Online Trading Academy, we want you to protect your money and create a second income. Hi, this is Marty Young. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. A good time Christmas for me Stock up the wine, cook plenty food And lay my presents under the tree Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440 Thank you for being with us It's Christmas time Um, We will be here live next week And I expect, in fact, the week after My... uh, my plan for my next next uh, time away is in the middle of January, and that actually is going to be that's actually going to be vacation vacation. While you list while you listen, perhaps to a guest host or to a best of event, uh, we will we will actually have a golf club in our hands. It's going to be fabulous. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Any comments? Uh, one of the things I wanted to do this hour is give you a chance to give Janet Yellen a grade. She comes from a university experience and my my actually my guess is my guess is she'll end up going going over to uh, a place like a Georgetown or or maybe up to Princeton and and be put on as a uh, faculty member um so she can be she can be there um she can be their spokesperson on um monetary policy. Um the Brookings Institution already has Ben Bernanke, um, so it's not clear to me uh, uh, that there's another think tank of sufficient stature where she'd want to be uh, located. I don't think she's going to want to share the uh, limelight with Ben. Anyway, um, there was um, there, there was a lot of people trying to get the get uh, uh, Yellen pinned down on taxes. 
and I'm only picking on one, but but just to hear how this how how the type of questioning worked, I want you to listen to the question posed by Nick Timaros. He's a reporter for the Wall Street Journal, and it came relatively early in the Q and A after after uh, Janet Yellen's uh, opening statement. Thank you, Nick Timaros of the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Chair Yellen, I wanted to follow up on the question about uh, tax changes. Uh, when you when you addressed it earlier today, and when you spoke to Congress last month, you often described uh, th- that you would welcome uh, higher growth in the context of the employment and inflation mandate. And I guess I wonder how you judge the major provisions of the House and Senate tax plans: the corporate rate cut, immediate immediate expensing of big ticket purchases, new rates for pass throughs, temporary uh, rate cuts for individuals. Do you see those on balance boosting the productive capacity? of the U.S. economy as opposed to simply increasing aggregate demand? And related to that, how would you view the benefit of such tax changes now when the economy is nearing full employment versus at earlier periods uh, when there was greater resource slack? Okay. Um, I'm going to ask whether or not um, whether or not uh, um, John can reload that because that might be worth taking in part, but I wanted to play the whole thing first. That is a really nice, dense question. There's so many pieces to that. It was, you know, so uh, when John was preparing the, 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 the tape for us this morning, um, he he noted uh, how long the question was. I said, I, what I wanted to say to him was, well, yeah, but there's a lot in that. Um, so... I would like to play I would like to play the first couple sentences if we could just go back and start that clip again. Ready to go. Thank you, Nick Temeros of the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Chair Yellen, I wanted to follow up on the question about uh, tax changes. Uh, when you when you addressed it earlier today and when you spoke to Congress last month, you often described uh, th- that you would welcome uh, higher growth in the context of the employment and inflation mandate. And I guess I Stop wonder there. Okay. Higher growth in the context of the employment and inflation mandate. What is he talking about? Well, you'll hear it later, but what he's describing is this. And you actually see it in the in the uh the statement of economic projections that the that the FOMC released along with the uh the uh, statement on the raise of the tax rate. What they mean is this. In the in the statement of economic in the statement of economic projections the growth rate for 2018 was lifted from 2.1% to 2.5% on the median and in the range it's running it's running about 2.3 to 2.8 so somewhere between so it's slower than what we've seen so far but not by much and it's almost a full percent higher it's it's a house half a percent higher excuse me than it was only three months ago so they've already seen some increase and i find that interesting okay not because of what happens with the unemployment rate their unemployment rate forecast for for the end of 2018 is 3.9% but with all that with all that you also get a projection of the inflation rate is still running below 2%. Now, hold on to those thoughts as we play the rest of this sentence. 
How you judge the major provisions of the House and Senate tax plans, the corporate rate cut, immediate, immediate expensing of big-ticket purchases, new rates for pass-throughs, temporary uh, rate cuts for individuals. Stop. Okay. So listen to what's in it, a corporate rate cut. Does it help demand? Sure it does. But does it help supply? Absolutely. It encourages additional investment because the after-tax return on a piece of capital is now greater than it was before. Immediate expensing of big-ticket purchases. And this is big-ticket purchases as it relates to businesses, business investment. So, again, a change in the depreciation rules to the benefit of, of the after-tax return on capital. New rates for pass-through so that... So so that uh, subchapter S corporations and partnerships can get the same kinds of, of juice from a, from a rate cut as, as C corps can get as well. Then the last one, temporary rate cuts for individuals. Those are, in fact, the demand side pieces. And the question is, and, and what I've wanted to point out to people for a while is the, 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 the philosophy of this Congress, the philosophy of this bill, has been very consistent in terms of this is a corporate rate cut to which we will add enough things to get enough votes to pass it. That's why when I heard Marco Rubio and Mike Lee say I needed I need an extra few hundred dollars of refundable tax refundable child tax credit, I'm like, yeah, do it. It's going to happen. Because they need to get to, they, it's just the math. They have to get to fifty-one. They have they, so they'll do it. But but the the f- other four items in his in his little laundry list there are all items that act on supply as much or more than they act on demand, and so that explains this this last sentence, which we'll go ahead and finish now. Do you see those on balance boosting the productive capacity? of the U.S. economy as opposed to simply increasing aggregate demand? And related to that, how would you view the benefit of such tax changes now when the economy is nearing full employment versus at earlier periods uh, when there was greater resource slack? All right. So up to the related to that, this was a fantastic question. I could have imagined this question coming out of my mouth had I a chance to ask a question about tax policy of the chair of the Fed, who has nothing to do with tax policy. But, you know, she's already said we weren't really sure how to grade this out. But that last piece, the benefit of a tax change when the economy is nearing full employment versus at earlier periods when there was greater resource slack, okay, first of all, that dichotomy, full employment versus resource slack, does not apply to changes in aggregate supply. Do we worry about having a new a new technology come up that makes lives better off just because, whoa, we're near full employment. We, where will we find the people to work and take advantage of Oh, that new technology. Well, new technology doesn't increase inflation. It decreases inflation. It makes more goods available to people at lower prices. But, so... He kind of gives up the game at the very end there when, after asking this fabulous question. 
Do you see those on balance boosting the productive capacity of the U.S. economy as opposed to simply increasing aggregate demand? Yes. My goodness, a thousand times yes. Right? And he left it there, it's fine. But the rest of this says, is basically begging for her to answer that there's a lot of increase in aggregate demand, it's going to increase inflation, it's going to make the Fed raise interest rates faster. He's begging for this answer. Okay? And, and it's like it's like you had this wonderful setup for the first 40 seconds, and the last 10 seconds you kicked it away. Okay, so Yellen's answer is longish, and we have to cut this up in parts, I believe. Uh, and, and so is this a, is the answer two parts, John? It's actually three parts. Okay, so play part one, please. So I think my colleagues and I mainly see the likely tax package as boosting aggregate demand, but also having some potential. Oh, I'm sorry to make you do that, but (laughs) it's unbelievable. So I think my colleagues and I mainly see the likely tax package as boosting aggregate demand. Chair Yellen, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. How do I say this? That's a fail. It's a fail for this reason. If you thought it boosted aggregate demand, you had to mark up the inflation rate. If you don't mark up the inflation rate, because you think, if you don't mark up the inflation rate, it's because you think there's a, there's a sizable benefit to aggregate supply. If you were my principal student, and I described tax rate changes that were to add to capacity. And then I asked you for what, the, what would be the effect on inflation. If you, answered, if you answered up, I would mark you wrong. If I asked you, a corporate tax cut change affects only aggregate demand or mainly aggregate demand, true or false? If you answered true, I would answer you're wrong. The true answer is you don't know, okay? You don't know. So she shows her hand. Ah, oh, I think it's going up. But the, but the, the FOMC puts out, a, puts out a, a forecast that doesn't see inflation rising, which would have to happen if the impact mainly was on aggregate demand. Please play the rest of this answer potential to boost aggregate supply. So um, changes on the corporate tax side, the reduction in the corporate tax rate, expensing um, will lower the cost of capital. And while there are um, a range of estimates and uncertainty about uh, how much stimulus that will provide to investment, um, in general, I would see some stimulus to investment. in terms of aggregate supply effects, um, a stronger pace of investment could boost capital formation and thereby raise productivity growth and potential uh, GDP or output to some extent. Um, exactly how large those effects um, might be remain uncertain, but that is a channel. And I suppose it's also possible, I'm uncertain how significant this would be, that um, lower marginal effective tax rates uh, for those groups that will see them could boost labor supply. 
Okay. So she spends, I don't know, how long was that? About a minute? Um, she spends a whole minute explaining what the impacts might be on aggregate supply. But I suppose it's also possible. It's uncertain. Um, you know, I, I, there's, there's a range of estimates. Okay. Again, she goes back time and again to, to poo-pooing the aggregate supply effects. Yet her, her committee, her Federal Reserve, is issuing a forecast that says there are significant supply effects, that productivity is to be raised. You can't read the FOMC numbers any other way than that. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Santa's landed at Lucky's and looks like he's giving away free gas for a year. It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. That's right. Free gas for a year. All you have to do is go online at LuckyStations.com and register to win. And stop by our stores and get a free gallon of splash with any store purchase. Lucky's Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. Lucky Station has everything that the big-name convenience stores have. Owner Scott Stevens and his family welcome the opportunity to earn your business. Fill up at Lucky Station today. And stop by our stores and get a free gallon of splash with any store purchase. Free gas for a year. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Only at Lucky Stations. Now there's a Lucky Station near you. Find them online at LuckyStations.com. Register by December 31st to win free gas for a year. Get details at LuckyStations.com. That's LuckyStations.com. Hey, good day. Welcome to our super cold show, eh? Hey, good day to you, Hoser. Hey, you know what the best thing about winters in Minnesota are? (laughs) I know. It's my Arctic Spa and Swim Spa. They're made in Canada for these ultra-cold Minnesota winters, eh? You know, you keep saying that, but what exactly does that mean? Hey, they got that patented forever floor that doesn't need a concrete slab, eh? And they got that patented walk-on cover that holds up to a 1,000 pounds of snow, eh? And everything in between. Arctics are built for the cold. In fact, anyone can build a hot tub. But Arctic knows how to make them work in the harshest of environments. You should see everything they put into these spas. <laughs> yeah, and how they are in the power bills, are too, Are you man. kidding? That's what Arctic does best. Hot water for very little dough, eh? Yeah, so if you're looking to buy one right now, eh? Or just making the plans, visit Premier Pool in Chanassin today, eh? And see what a true cold weather spa looks like. Like. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, online at premierpools.com. Take off, eh? If your tooth fell out, would you replace it? Most people would. So how is your hair any different? If you're tired of losing hair, simply replace it by going to ineedmorehair.com. Let this be a year to make a new hair's resolution. Hi, I'm Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to ineedmorehair.com. Meet the hair transplant specialists that have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. 
Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan near 35E and Diffley Road. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Welcome back, King Banyan Show Business 1440. I actually think that might have been the most interesting exchange of that, of of the press conference of uh, Nick Timros. We won't play the rest of the yell and answer. Um, It's kind of more of the same. Um, So we'll just stop that one there. Second, um, there were a bunch of questions about Bitcoin. And I, I, I couldn't tell if this was something where they had talked around the coffee, around around the coffee pot uh, about uh, about this. Uh, let's ask Yellen a bunch of questions about Bitcoin. We're interested in Bitcoin, uh, or or uh, if it was simply if it was simply a um, an attempt to do that. Do we have the Bitcoin piece? There's a yeah. Steve Leisman, right? CNBC. Yeah, Steve Leisman. Yeah, Leisman. Steve Leisman. Yeah. Um, Let's just grab this. Let's just grab this. Uh, this little bit of that. Uh, dip into this a little bit. Bitcoin at this time plays a very small role in the payment system. It is not a stable source of store of value, and it doesn't constitute legal tender. It is a highly speculative asset, and the Fed doesn't really play any role, any regulatory role with respect to Bitcoin, other than assuring that um, banking organizations that we do supervise um, are attentive that they're appropriately managing any interactions they have with participants in that market and appropriately monitoring um, anti-money laundering bank secrecy act, um, you know, responsibilities that they have. That answer strikes me as being the kind of answer you give when you just were kind of surprised that you got a Bitcoin question. And the re- and, and because she was a little halting in that answer, she got like two or three more Bitcoin questions. Um, yes, I'm fascinated by the fact that Bitcoin is now a tradable asset. That's fine. Uh, it, will, it will be out there for a while. Um, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to trade Bitcoins if you want to. Um, I don't see any good reason for that. Um, we do have anti anti money laundering laws in this state, uh, bank secrecy laws in this in this country, I should say, um, and and Bitcoin does play into it. But that was just that was just one of those very very interesting um, uh, uh, things that came out during during that uh, particular uh, talk. And at the end of this press conference, we might play a couple clips after the top of the. After the top of the hour, but I thought, I thought I, I just have to play this little bit. She says something that just tickles me. It's in response to a question about the slope of the yield curve, and she uses, she goes and I mean, she's ready to go back and teach economics because she uses a phrase just about every economics professor everywhere uses, and it's this. 
Now, there is a strong correlation historically between yield curve inversions and recessions, but let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. Correlation is not causation. Would that we could teach that to just about everybody else in the social sciences. (laughs) Would that we could teach that to reporters generally. Well, this happened and then that happened, therefore, this must have caused that, right? It is the post hoc fallacy expressed in a different way, expressed more in a statistical way. Um, uh, When I sent that clip to John, John's reaction was, I read that in Thomas Sowell's book in, in Basic Economics. And it's like, yes, and there's a good reason for that. It's about in every Principles of Economics book that has ever been written. Okay, and certainly when we teach the first course of uh, statistics or research methods to our econ students, it's in there. And I do not understand why it's it's in any way controversial, but I thought it was wonderful. Uh, she should just drop the mic right there. Correlation does not cause does not mean causation. Peace out. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan show on Business 1440. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The Washington Post recently reported that a top FBI official, Peter Strozik, who had previously been assigned to and then removed from special counsel Robert S. Mueller III's investigation, had, quote, exchanged politically charged text disparaging President Trump and supporting Democrat Hillary Clinton, end quote. And that Strozek was also, quote, a key player in the investigation into Clinton's use of a private email server, end of quote. This is a blockbuster revelation carrying the possibility of shattering public confidence in a number of long-held assumptions about the criminal justice system generally and the FBI and the Justice Department specifically. The Justice Department should appoint another special counsel, this one to investigate Strozik's actions as soon as possible. A special counsel should conduct an inquiry, bring any necessary charges and make a report, and it should come from someone without ties to the president or his opponents. They do exist, such men and women. Former federal judges make excellent candidates. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. 
I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. That was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Thank you.